to The One Where I Met Your Mother, a podcast about friends and usually how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. And uh, today we have um, we've run fresh out of season three episodes of How I Met Your Mother. So today it's just a podcast about friends, but with a little bonus at the end. <laughs> well, a little bonus. We a talk about mystery one of- at the end, let's say. <laughs> we talk about one of our other favorite shows. Which one? Is it the one we've always done? <laughs> Yeah, it is. I guess you'll never know. Yeah, stay, stick around to find out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, of course, it's the same show as it's always. Mystery Dinners. It's, yeah, we're going to talk about a Mystery Dinners episode as long as, as long as they're still available over at Discovery Plus or whatever that becomes once they merge with HBO Max or whatever. Right. As long as they're available, we're still going to do it. How are you, Natalie? Uh, times are pretty weird. Yeah. Times are pretty weird. Yeah, we got a lot of weird stuff going on. Um, it's the best time of year. It's the spookiest time of year. It's not quite. I mean, it's fall. That's spooky season. Look, when so, Trader Joe's starts selling gourds, it's spooky season. So, do you think that? Okay, so if you're because it's September right now. Yeah. So you're agreeing, as I do, that fall. When does fall start for you? September first uh, or the equinox? The equinox, which is yeah. like, it depends. Sometimes yeah. it's the 20th. It was the 22nd this year. 22nd, yeah. Um, okay. So I thought just like October was spooky season. Nope. You're saying the whole fall. So even after Halloween. It's still spooky. It's November spooky. and most of December. It's spooky all the way up till Christmas. Christmas is. Spooky. It's a low-key a spooky holiday. There's yeah. a lot of ghost stories. Yeah. And even in um, uh, most wonderful time of the year, uh, the lead. Da, 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 and scary ghost stories. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's so many, uh, like, Christmas horror movies. Yeah, yeah. Over you know, at Battleship Retention, I'm pretty Nightmare sure we did a whole episode. Nightmare Before Christmas, like, that says it all. Yeah. So, yes, we're in the spooky season. doesn't matter that's, that it's 102 degrees out. It is and very And the world hot. is crumbling around <laughs> us. It's still a delight. Well, um, we did not watch a particularly spooky episode of Friends. No. But we did, uh, normally on this show, we watch an episode of Friends, an episode of How I Met Your Mother. This How I Met Your Mother season, season three, is particularly short, I think because of the writer's strike. I'm realizing I forgot to look that up. <laughs> but I think that's why there were only 20 episodes and 25 episodes of Friends. So we had, so this is the first of five in a row uh, where we're not going to be talking about How I Met Your Mother. It's When we get back to How I Met Your Mother, it's going to feel like yeah. so long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's just start with Friends, Season 3, Episode 21. Okay, hold on. I need to confirm what the name of this episode is. What do you have it as? Uh, the one with the chick and the duck. You're saying the, the one with the chick and the duck. I think so. Because that's what, unless I'm wrong, yeah, IMDb has it as the one with the chick and the duck. Yeah. HBO Max had it, the one with a chick and a duck. Huh. Okay. But it feels like it's more in keeping with their naming convention that it be the. Yes, agree. Right? Yes. So I think HBO Max is probably just wrong. Yes. So it's the About. one with the chick and the duck. Yes. Okay. Agreed. Uh, so we start, now does this, I know this doesn't do anything, I've always like said we should have some sort of drinking game or something if an episode starts at the perk or starts at McLaren's. Mm-hmm. Does this count as a perk opening because it opens on the sidewalk outside the perk? Uh, Would you say this counts as a perk I, th- I, I think this is a perk opening. Okay, so we get a perk opening. We're on the sidewalk because Monica has to learn to roller skate because 
that's the new thing at her job. Go ahead. I have a suggestion for a new segment. Oh, that's great. Okay. And maybe we can call it New Set Who Dis? <laughs> or Set It Up? Or... Uh-huh. But basically, I was delighted by the set of, we'll get into it, but the we hadn't seen the boys' uh, bathroom. So when we had that bathroom scene, that was a new set. And then also the restaurant, Pete's restaurant that he created. And I know like with these, you know, um, sitcoms, there's usually like three primary sets. Well, So when a show like this has tons of money, they can start bringing in... You know, yeah. five or six sets per episode. But, um, yeah, I think it's a, like maybe we call it set up, like suit up, but set up. Okay. But also, I think it should only be kind of with like under the umbrella or whatever. Okay. It should only be like, is this a set we're going to return to? Because if we, okay. on How I Met Your Mother, if we call that every new set, there's six be, every episode. Yeah, that's true. How I Met Your Mother is a very complex show with a yeah, lot of setups that's and true. stuff. That's true. So I think, yeah, if we see something for the first time, like, I don't know, are there going to be more? I don't okay. know because I don't know. Friends, notable, like are there going to be more, uh, um, bathroom scenes? No, I'm saying scenes at that kitchen. Is Monica going to take this job? And is that going to be like a, a regular set now? I don't know. But if you're calling it out like it is, then I think that falls under this, so yeah, maybe like props to the props department is not an official segment. We just call it out when it's notable, like you said. I'm not, I'm not repeating what you said and acting like it was my yeah. idea. I'm not doing the man in a meeting thing. How do you think I'm, of this? No, I'm saying like you said. I agree. Okay. okay. Listeners, yeah. let us know. Do you want a whole separate segment called New Set Who Dis? I don't like that name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like set up. Okay. Better. Okay. But that's just me. You know what? Listeners, let us know. No, I think you're right. I just think new phone who dis is kind of like over, right? Yeah, so are we. <laughs> we're over the hill. Yeah. Because we're it. both in our 40s now. Yeah. Yeah, welcome. Um, yeah, but I also feel like you're the worst kind of like has such a claim on new phone who dis now. Right. Because like Lynn's recorded a whole or what I can't remember the. The boys. Oh, I forgot. Gretchen's clients. I can't remember what they were called. They recorded they a song like, and Lindsay sang the hook. Like. New phone who did Dickweed and like they were funny names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shitstain was one of Shit them. Shitstain. But I'm trying to like, was there a name for what they called themselves as a group? I know this isn't a You're the Worst podcast, but uh, uh, You're the I Worst think, is a very funny show. I think there was a name for it and I don't remember what it, what it was. Um, yeah. Check out You're the Worst. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about, okay. Monica's learning to roller skate because um, new rule at the Moondance Diner, they have to wear roller skates. Even behind the counter, which feels dangerous. Yes. You know, there's like a whole, like a griddle back there, you know? You can't have people We were going to do this at around. my video store, um, and we got so far as to like talk to the owner, who was like a, a friend. It was a small family business. Yeah. And he even looked into how much the insurance would go up. Yeah. Because we really wanted to roller skate around, you know, putting tags away. You had a, like, tile or? No, it was carpeted. It was carpeted. Yeah. Okay. But still, too much liability. But also, I just think, 
I think you guys, your legs would have gotten very tired trying to roller skate on carpet all the time. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was like required for like the entire shift. Just okay. like if we wanted to on a Friday night, it could be like it could be roller roller night. Roller night. All right. Um, so yeah, and we find out that it was Phoebe put in the suggestion box yeah. that they be on roller skates. Yeah. And now Monica's dude. She's very bad at it, and she crashes into Rachel. Yeah. And Joey's a perv about it. Yeah. Um, speaking of Joey, he's still. Um, Still very sad yeah. about Kate. Yeah. Um, who doesn't appear in this episode. Nope. Um, and Chandler, meanwhile, has grown a goatee. Mm-hmm. This is not a big, like, plot point in the episode. <laughs> like, yeah. Joey makes one joke about it. Yeah. About I him looking like Matthew Satan. Matthew Perry just, like, wanted to grow a goatee. He's like, yeah, I want to grow a goatee. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, but, yeah, Chandler's taken off, uh, and Joey... To alleviate his sadness, I guess, um, he, he sees a news story about why you shouldn't have baby chicks as pets and immediately calls the store and <laughs> orders himself up a, a chick. Uh, Loki, the funniest part of that was when he tells the person on the phone, I just saw this commercial. Those things are cute. <laughs> but it wasn't a commercial. Yeah. Yeah, it, was it wasn't a, a news segment. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, meanwhile, so we're at, now we're at the diner, and Monica's rolling around not very well. Uh, Pete's back. Courtney Cox, not great at pratfalls. We talk about the physical comedy, and I, I feel like she didn't do that great of a job. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously... Um, Her pratfalls are, like, very obvious and over the top. Like, whoa, whoa. Like, it didn't yeah. seem... Realistic. Yeah, David Schwimmer clearly has the market cornered on. He's like the best of the physical comedians yeah. here. Yeah. But um, yeah, but we've seen Jennifer Aniston and Matthew Perry, I think, also be very physically funny. Yes. Yeah. Um. Um. I don't know if this even counts as physical comedy, so much as just like a gesture. But like, still. To this day, one of the funniest things to me that's ever happened on Friends was Rachel <laughs> at dinner with someone else, but having a crush on Ross, getting drunk, borrowing someone's <laughs> cell phone, promising to give it right back, and then instead of giving it right back, hanging up the phone and throwing it into a tuba. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's still <laughs> top five funniest things that's ever happened on Friends to me. That was very funny. Um, and that's so much of that is just in Jennifer Anderson's delivery of that. Yep. Or, or, or physicality. Um, okay, so Pete's back. Uh, I can t- here's how I can tell Pete is uh, psychotic. Okay. Because Monica offers him coffee, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she says regular or decaf, and he yeah. says whatever's closest. Yeah. That's not. That's that is not be... something that people are no. like no. wishy washy on. Yeah. That's a hard like preference. Yeah. I regular think we're supposed to decaf. be charmed by it. I think we're supposed to be like, oh, this guy. He's given her a break and he's charmed by her. You know, I think we're supposed to be, find that charming. But like, I, but people don't, people have reasons for drinking regular or I'm with you. The coffee, it was a ploy even to come in there. So you don't think he he even wants any coffee? He doesn't even want any coffee. Therefore he doesn't care. He's wasting the coffee. He's just wasting it. Okay. Um, I'm sure he'll drink whatever they give him, but like he doesn't care about decaf. So he's there to offer her a job as head chef at a restaurant he bought. Yeah. Um, back at the apartment, Monica is t- 
saying she doesn't want to do this because, like, as much as it's her dream job, this is clearly something Pete's doing because he's into her and she doesn't want to play into that. Um, And then we get, like, a troubling joke about how, like, it's like when such and such tried to give me a necklace in seventh grade and Rachel's like, well, he was your, that's different, he was your health teacher. Yeah. So, yeah, Monica's seventh grade health teacher was trying to, like, give her gifts. Yeah. Oof. Maybe all all these QAnon people are right about... (laughs) School teachers all being groomers. Yeah. Friends True. Friends apparently is pro Q. Yeah, pro Q. Who knew? We did kind uh. of. <laughs> We've talked about their politics. Yeah. Like if we would guess their politics. Well, yeah, Phoebe's a flat earther. Yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> and an anti-vaxxer for sure. And definitely. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Joey. Let's see. Joey gets the baby chick. Um, I didn't write any more notes about that particular scene, but just that he has the baby chick. He brings it home, and mm-hmm. Chandler's like, that's a chicken. Uh, um, and that's before he's watching Baywatch with it? Yes, yes. This is before just when he, he first brings him home, okay. and, like, in the shoebox, and he's all excited. Um, and Phoebe's there. Yeah. Phoebe does a lot of hanging around in this episode. She does a lot of, like, background work. Yeah, she's, like, at uh, Joey and Chandler's, and then in the very next scene, she's back at the Moondance Diner, now, just hanging out. did you out. notice when she's at... Joey and Chandler's in the background. She's snacking from a, like a formula, like a baby formula canister. Now, I have to assume that they're like someone made like trail mix or something and put it in this infant formula canister. But I she was popping things in her mouth from the in- infant formula. Props to the props department, I guess. I guess. But <laughs> for the most confusing prop. It was very confusing. I'm surprised you didn't notice it. I didn't notice. I wish I had. I spend so much time, like, making little notes that I probably miss all kinds of stuff. Because you can use it, like, okay, in my mind, I'm like, oh, someone's going to, like, make note of that, like, that's Ross's old, like, baby formula, and she's recycling, upcycling okay. it to okay. be, right. you know, Tupperware or whatever. No one mentioned anything. She's just in the background eating formula. She's wacky. Wacky, yeah. Um, that's Phoebe for you. But then Phoebe's at the Moondance Diner, and she immediately figures out that Pete's lying, because Pete says, oh, I'm not, this isn't a ploy to try and get you back, yeah. Monica. In fact, when I was in Japan, I met someone who was doing great. Uh, On the to, flight, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Phoebe, as soon as Monica leaves, which I mean she roller skates away yeah. uh, and crashes into something off screen, um, Phoebe's like, I'm on to you. Yeah. And, and we found out that. Yeah, Pete's. She's up. right. Yeah, yeah. Pete, but but Pete swears her to secrecy. Yeah. Um. Then, uh, Chandler's. Um, Chandler took the day off work to stay home with the ch- the baby chick while yeah. Ross went to rehearsal, and um, Chandler has decided that it's a she, mm-hmm. and they they don't know. And there's actually a part in Roman. Did, um, did you ever see Minari? Did you see that movie a few years ago? Yes. That's like. Their job to, yeah, is like checking. Sort, sort the they have to check chickens, chicks' genders, and, and sort them into yeah. male and female. Um, uh, Chandler should have taken some classes from the Minari, Minari guy. Yeah. Um, anyway, but then they start fighting about raising a baby chick together, and it's like the standard like mm-hmm. division of labor, like classic. Yeah, Chandler is the wife who's been home all day, yeah. and Joey's like it's impacting their relationship. Yeah, I'm I've been working all day. I need to relax. And Chandler's yeah. like, you don't think raising our chick is work? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and then they say like have you noticed we've been fighting more since we yeah. had this chick maybe we weren't ready yeah we don't have any quality time together so they decide to return the chick to the store joey hopes he can get his three bucks back <laughs> um uh let's see Ross pops by to get some help from Chandler and Joey selecting a suit, and they're, like, rude about it. Yeah. They're not very helpful. Yeah, they're not. So the suit, because he he's going to be on TV to That's talk right. about... That's right. completely missed that. Yeah. To talk about uh, paleontology. He's going to be on the Discovery Channel. Yeah. To talk um, about dinosaurs. Yeah. I wonder if we can find this talk on Discovery Plus. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> um, Ross Geller, dinosaurs. Yeah. Um... So uh, he's supposed to yeah talk about dinosaurs on the Discovery Channel. So he's got to, he's helping to pick out a suit. There are no help, so he goes over to uh, Monica and Rachel's. Uh, Rachel, by the way, I haven't I keep forgetting to mention that her her side is still killing her from when when the cold open when she Monica yeah ran into her on the roller skates. So she's probably got a broken rib or something. And so Ross goes over there for I guess help with his suit, but. Um, uh, he ends up helping Rachel get ready. He's mm-hmm. like helping her put on her makeup, which is that's this seems like kind of a contrivance. Like, I don't buy Very that right. Rachel so. would like no. trust and then to not look at herself until like, he's until he's very done, like yeah. makeover madness. Yeah, yeah, she looks ridiculous. Um, and there's a lot of cutting back and forth here because Ross and Rachel are in the apartment, but Monica and Phoebe are at the perk, and Phoebe is trying to warn monica about pete but without breaking her promise so like she's kind of got monica playing 20 questions um it felt like kind of filler a little bit um uh i mean there's a funny thing about phoebe says like i'm i swore to all my gods um i thought that was fun then there was like a like weird thing cutting back to ross and rachel there's a weird thing about ross's like I don't know, teasing Rachel about the fact that he has seen her naked and therefore it's like he can close his eyes and picture her naked all the time. But then he's also using it to say, like, you should feel comfortable getting naked in front of me now that we're broken up, which is, like, weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess, like, the premise didn't... I mean, he's basically saying, like, you're in my spank bank no matter what. I could close my eyes and see you naked. Yeah, which is true but rude. It's true and rude. But I think he's trying to take away, like, the, like, we're friends now. I don't see you that way. Like, I'm not going to. But that's not what he's doing. Because yeah. he's going, like. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, or whatever. Yeah. He's, and, yeah, like, it just feels very, uh, I guess it feels very Ross-like. Because it feels creepy yeah. and invasive to yes. be, like. But also, like, that, I, I, I have a problem um, with this argument that, like. Which is so stupid to say out loud, but a lot of guys really do seem to think like once a woman has let them see her naked, then they then have the right. Because that was always an argument when like someone like Jennifer Lawrence's phone would get hacked and there'd be nude photos of Jennifer yes. Lawrence on the internet. Yeah. And pe- like dudes online would make the argument like, well, she was naked in Red Sparrow. Right. Like that. Once she's been naked in front of the public once, you You always have the right somehow. You can reverse consent at any time. And this, like, translates to so many obvious things. And also, like, that sort of consent is clearly situational. Like, just because you've seen someone topless in a movie doesn't mean that they're, like, they have to 
ripped off their shirt in yeah. the end. Yeah. Like whenever you want. That's it, it like it's so obvious to say out loud, but they're they're like yeah. I did see that argument online when the those those release those pictures uh were made public. Um all right, so I guess that maybe that I had that in my mind and that's why Ross being a creep like got under my skin. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I mentioned the twenty questions. Uh meanwhile, yeah, coming cutting back again. Um uh Joey comes home or or yeah, Joey comes home and Chandler has not only not returned the chick, he has adopted a duck. Mm-hmm. So now they have a chick and, and a duck. duck. Um, or the chick and the duck. He learned that when you take a chick back, if no one else wants it, uh, they will, like, kill it. Yeah. So I guess he found a duck there and didn't want it to be killed, so he took the duck. Yeah. I don't know what store that is. Is this, like, a pet shop? Like, what kind of what kind of store is this? Well, the has... first one was a store, but then the second one was a shelter. Because he said... I. They wouldn't he tried to take the chick to the shelter after yeah. getting it from the store for $3. Really, I would think a chicken would be more valuable than $3, but what do I know? I don't know how much it costs to buy a baby chick. Yeah. Should I look it up? No. No. Okay. Um, I didn't want to. Uh, and Pete takes um, Monica to see the new kitchen, and... She realizes what Phoebe had realized that that she that he's still into because he her, smells her hair because he smells her hair. Yeah. Um, but then he kisses her and she's like, "Hold on, <laughs> hold up a minute!" Yeah. Like, so there's a spark all of a sudden. Yeah. If she just kissed the guy weeks ago, right, could have avoided all this because he even like said like. Even if you know that I am in love, he admitted he loves her. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm the only one getting hurt here. Like, it's fine. Like, it's just me. And I guess she has like a strong moral compass. And she's like, no, that's unacceptable. Yeah, I, wa- she I don't want to be, be the person. Who yeah, she doesn't want to be responsible for hurting him. Um, then <laughs> we get a, a, a really funny scene that I almost wanted to save for funniest moments, but it, too, it ends up being too important to the plot. Which is that Chandler like sends the duck to time out, like by putting him in the little like vestibule or whatever between their doorways. Yeah. So the duck got in trouble for attacking the chick, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, which that's funny, but it also leads to Chandler being in the hallway when Ross and Rachel come home from the hospital. Because right. he, he accompanied her to the hospital uh, after fucking up her makeup. And um, that's how we realize, or that's how Rachel realizes that Ross skipped his Discovery Channel appearance to like help event. her. Yep. Because Chandler's there to say, like, how'd your thing go? Yeah. Or whatever. So then... Rachel didn't know about it. Yeah. So so Rachel didn't know that he um, skipped out on that to take her to the hospital. Um, and uh, so that's a big deal. Rachel is clearly very touched. Um, writing on the wall here, I guess. This is a well that they've, they're going back to. Is like Rachel finds out Ross did something and then changes how she feels about him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. As with so many things about Ross, it's giving fodder to the, like... Um, sad, sad boy. The, like, begrudged nice guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, oh, if I just, like... Yeah, and know. she's like, just wait around for like, her. Yeah. Oh, you did that for me. Yeah, I it's love a you after it's all. a male fan. It's a nerd male fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
but I should probably just enjoy the show and stop like being so bothered by everything about Ross and how he approaches relationships and how the writers seem to approach relationships. It, but it does bother me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what doesn't bother me is um, the duck in the bathtub, which is cute. Um, and then they put the chick in the bathtub. Underwater. And it doesn't swim, but Chandler saves it immediately. It's not, yeah. like, it's not in any danger. Chandler saves the chick and, and pets it and tells it it's okay. Because yeah. it turns out chicks don't swim. Okay. Okay. My phone was buzzing just then. Um, and that's the end of the episode. Did you have any other, other stray observations, or should, should we move on to funniest moments? Uh, let's move on to funniest moments. I'll start with, I only have a couple. Uh, I didn't think this was a Laugh Out Loud episode. Um, but the biggest laugh for me was, uh, like I mentioned, Chandler putting the duck in the hallway, and he goes back in, and then like after Ross leaves Rachel, he sits down to like think about... Yeah. You know, what just passed between him and Rachel and Chandler comes back out and sees Ross sitting next to the duck and goes, what did you do? Yeah. So this is like timeout spot. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, I thought it was funny when Phoebe is on to Pete at the diner. Um, Monica skates away to quit on the spot. And Phoebe, uh, being the sage she is, she well, she says that she's uh, clairvoyant and also... Um, I forget, but intuitive, psychic, <laughs> intuitive, yeah. psychic. Yeah. And then she says to Pete, this woman, she's fictitious. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, maybe she's trying to be like a, like a, I imagine in her mind, it's like a Romani psychic or something. Yeah. Like she's trying to yeah. create that air. That was very funny. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't laugh. Uh, my other funniest moment is also a props to the props department, but I love that Chandler has built a little pen for the baby chick out of Lincoln Logs. That was cute. Um, do you think also, he went and bought the Lincoln Logs, or do you think he and Joey own Lincoln Logs? Uh, I think they probably own Lincoln Logs. Um, hmm. Or, you know, maybe they borrowed them from um, Ross's son. Ben? Ben, yeah. yeah. Um, also props, um, we get a Snapple. Um, there's no... Obscured label. Oh, get just a full-on full Snapple. And also Cuisinart at the kitchen, at Pete's uh, kitchen. Um, anyway, I also no. have a funny... It's not Breville? It's not Breville. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need Good to joke. explain no, all that? No, Okay. If you know, Inside you know. joke, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, when they were making fun... When um, Phoebe... No, no, I'm sorry. Monica and Rachel were making fun of Ross's, uh, like, seersucker suit when he was, like, trying on suits... Um, I guess this goes for fashion, but um, uh, they joked that he was going to a job on a riverboat yeah. and that he invented the cotton gin. Yeah, the cotton gin one was funny. Yeah. yeah, that was a bad suit. It was a bad suit, yeah. Not in... Okay. This Are, are we moving on to make it fashion? Is this our segue? Do you have another uh, funniest moment? Yeah, let's make it fashion. Okay. Because this suit is bad. It's. I think it's linen, by the way. Not seersucker. No, okay, I but think. it's that style it's of a like, light. Yeah, it's a summer weight. Yeah, yeah, but it's double-breasted, which is like weird mix of like an informal fabric and a formal uh, um, design. But it has like patch pockets, and then it also has like a cinched like waist. Yeah, yeah. And also, it's just poorly cut. Like it's too big for him. Huh. Okay. Normally, and, he wears. Yeah, he always wears things that are too big for him. Usually. Yeah, but he's looked good in suits before. Like, the cream-colored suit that Rachel made fun of um, earlier this season, I think last season, 
he looked good. He's looked good in suits before. Sometimes he, he looks like he's trying to be like a 1930s gangster or whatever. Yeah. But and we know this was just a poor... Cuts a nice figure. Yeah. But this was a poorly designed and poorly tailored jacket at least. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what else do you have for make it fashion? Um, this is just minor, but in the opening scene, and Gunther is bringing Rachel like a... What did he have for... He said, I, so, I made you a something, and I couldn't tell what he you said. Know, but his tie was the eye chart. That's right, it he was. an eye chart yeah, tie. Yeah, good one. Uh, my only other one is I, I quite liked the um, blue and brown striped sweater that Monica's wearing uh, for, like, the second half of the episode during, like, the 20 questions and when yeah, she goes to the kitchen. I didn't care for that. You didn't? No. It just mm. reminded me of, like, Old Navy. It was very of its era. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to what's under the umbrella? Yeah, there were, there was a lot here. Yeah. Um, so first of all, we are against animal actors. They go to it all the time. The monkey, yeah. Marcel, you know, and now... Yeah. Now Yasmin and... The duck. And the duck doesn't have a name yet. Yeah. Um, also, outdated language we talk about regularly. Oh, because Rachel... Go ahead. Rachel... Um, Talks about the transsexual from purchasing as a joke. Which is like, not only is it, yeah. I mean, outdated language, what are you going to do? That's what people said then. But not only that, it's also just an insulting joke. Like, it, oh, yeah. I look. I look like. Yeah. yeah. Like saying because that all people who are trans are like garish. Because the joke was that she looked absurd. Yeah. Like the makeup that Ross did on her was also problematic. Uh, she looks sophisticated like a hooker is what she said. Right. So, yeah, Rachel didn't yeah. come out ahead in this. Um, there's a lot of um, Joey and Chandler being um, uncomfortable in their masculinity mm-hmm. because Joey tells Chandler that his vest, the he vest saw, he's wearing is something he saw a, he saw a girl, a girl wearing, and so Chandler takes off the vest. I thought it was a perfectly nice vest. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't wear it, but yeah. it seemed fine. Uh, but then there was also, like, the idea of Ross asking which suit they preferred they found, like, absurd, and they made little jokes about it. Yeah. These guys really need to, like, work out their shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, watching Baywatch. And watching Quincy. And watching Quincy. Okay, yeah. I didn't know what that was. No, I think Joey says at the beginning, or no, um, Chandler says, like, you can't, you know, you can't spend all day being sad and watching Quincy or whatever. I don't know what Quincy is. Oh, um, it's a show where Jack... Jack Klugman, I think it's his name, um, played a, was he a coroner who solved crimes? I can't remember. I think he was a coroner who solved crimes. That's a complete blind spot for me. I've never even heard of it. Oh, well, um, actually, I know where you might have heard of it, um, because I know it's come up more than once on one of our favorite podcasts, The Best Show with Tom Sharpling, because they very famously did an episode, uh, um, hold on, Quincy Punk episode. Oh, (laughs) There's a whole episode about um, uh, punk rock. Yeah, here's an AV Club article on it from from 2016. I'm wondering if it has any screenshots. No, oh yeah, here's like the Quincy, the punks from the Quincy episode. Oh, Um, okay. So yeah, but it's a, yeah, a show in which I think it's, uh, yeah. Maybe this is just me, but sometimes if I have no like frame of reference or memory for it, I just it just kind of like 
Right. Goes yeah. over my, like I just ignore it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Uh, so yeah, Baywatch and Quincy. Also under the umbrella, um, Rachel like making a joke about looking fat in an X-ray. So yeah, bad joke. Bad joke. Yeah. Gunther loves Rachel. That was Gunther there. Gunther loves Rachel. Uh, do you have anything else? Mm, no. Should we take a quick break? Yep. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, we're back from our quick break, and we are ready. No. Um, we have to catch up with our correspondence. Yeah, we have to do all our... So, like, we're not going to do... Our other show we're going to do at the end. Oh, okay. So we're not... I always forget this format. So, so do not, I, because it's been 20 weeks since we've done we're it. We're not coming up with similarities or doing the funniest lines, because I do I have think, some. Oh, we will... Yeah, no, we will do that when okay. we get to Mystery Diners. I see, I see. But okay. right now, we're going... Well, we can't play favorites, um, <laughs> unfortunately. But we can... Uh, yeah, I am so bad at catching up on our correspondence. I forget to, like... I need to, like compile them through the week yeah so i'm not always like searching because i'm certain i've missed some like did we even talk about we like asked steph yeah to go to, to taco bell mm-hmm. and she went and she said it was fine but did i did i ever bring that up on the podcast i think i, I just like keep forgetting uh i think you did I think, okay okay i think we thanked her okay do you want me to vamp uh yeah i'm gonna you're gonna have to vamp a little bit Pumpkin chipotle roasting sauce. Butternut squash mac and cheese bites. Caramel apple dipping kit. Okay. Maple and sea salt. We actually might not have any, but I could have sworn... Kettle corn. There was something... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, listeners... When did our last episode go up? Last Tuesday. The 20th. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we need more calls to action. Because that's why people aren't writing yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, I could have sworn that I got. Okay. Well, you can find responses, it. but oh you can, well. You can find it later. Eh. Probably won't. Okay. Um. All right. So then, in that case, let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce, which is called. How were we doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the air on the, in, in the world on the days that these episodes aired, or in this case, the day that this episode aired. I don't do it for Mystery Diners. I don't care. Right. Um, but this episode of Friends, season three, episode 21, the one with the chick and the duck, aired on Thursday, April 17th, 1997, um, which is the day that... New Jersey Devils goalie Martin Brodeur is the second NHL goalie to score a goal in a playoff game. Hmm. Now, yeah, I know you don't care that much about hockey. You can imagine a goalie scoring a goal is a rare thing. Like defending his... No, no, scoring a goal. I see. 
Like, it's a pretty rare thing for a goalie to score. Is that even score. allowed? Yeah, yeah. But it's okay. happened in NHL history. It's happened 11 times. It's only happened twice in the playoffs. In 1989, Ron Hextall did it. And on Thursday, April 17th, 1997, Martin Brodeur did it. Wow, that is impressive because this person is, like, the furthest away yeah. from yeah. the other goal. And it's not their job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty rare. Yeah. Um, I think it mostly happens... I'll probably almost exclusively happens when the other team has pulled their goalie to get an extra skater. Mm-hmm. And so there's an open goal, and if no one is able to stop it, that's when it happens. Martin Brador says New Jersey Devils goalie to Martin Brador. Martin Brador is one of the most famous New Jersey Devils playing players of all time, but actually ended his career with the St. Louis Blues, okay. the team that I support. Right. So that's what happened in that, on that day, but let's look at the top five songs in the U.S. Okay. On that day, uh, number five, Celine Dion's "All by Myself." Great song. Great song. Uh, number four, Monica's "For You I Will." Okay. Uh, number three, The Spice Girls' "Wanna Be." Great song. Number two, Jules' "You Were Meant for Me." Snaggletooth songstress. And I was, yeah. Uh, number one, Puff Daddy's "Can't Nobody Hold Me Down." All right. That's what going on in the world uh, on those days. Now let's get to what is usually our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to figure out what's going to happen next week. Now, you don't have any guessing to do, because there's no How I Met Your Mother next week. I guessed this week that Joey dates a gal who's got it all up to and including a pet duck that doesn't like the cut of Joey's jib. I was way off. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm gonna, now you're one ahead of me Mm -hmm. this season. So between now and the end, I've got to either tie it up or get ahead of you. I'll probably find a way to tie it up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll We'll see. see. Uh, uh, jinx. Um, this next episode is called season three, episode 22 is called The One with the Screamer. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say... Hmm. I'm going to say... Joey is having night terrors and Chandler Chandler very sensitively makes fun of him for screaming like a woman. Mm. I mean, just like in my head with Joey and Chandler being like immature, yeah. but that's what I'm going to say. Okay. Um, and that's my guess for next week. Uh, I really hope that I do get I'm one sh- of these. I'm sure you will. Um, okay. Um, so that's it for the, the main episode now. Right. Now, we just have some bonus we're going to diners. talk about some bonus mystery diners content. Uh, now, can you va- vamp again real quick? 
pumpkin oat <laughs> beverage, pumpkin bread, and muffin mix. Hallowed Halloween JoJo's. Okay. Haunted House Cookie Kit. We are going to talk about Mystery Diner's Season 9, Episode 7, Mystery Wedding. Yes. Um, Aptly named. Yeah. So the way we pick these episodes is David will send me three at random, and I I'll choose three at random. Yeah. based on what I know about the, the episode, because we've seen every single one of these episodes. Many of them more than once. Many of them more than yeah. once. This is repeat viewing material. Uh, but I knew when I when the randomizer landed on this episode, I was like, no matter what other two I land on, Natalie's going to want to do this one. Yeah, because, you know me so well. But also because this is one of the episodes that gets quoted in the later season's like opening title sequence. Yeah. So the... the uh, what what do they call the like the suspect the target target yeah so the, the target Kayla yeah. introduces the couple and says the bride and groom and that's in like most of the episodes of the last few seasons yeah. and so I knew you would want to do that so this episode is a little bit different in the sense that it's not a traditional restaurant cafe type or yeah. bar experience this is an event venue yeah um, it's a prop house but it's called movie sets yeah. And it's located in New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah, still open, apparently. So these these two ladies who owned this movie set prop house decided to start having, uh, like, weddings and different events and photo yeah. shoots here. And they got so busy that they had to hire a uh, an event manager uh, named Kayla and yeah. her accomplice, Tom. Tony. And so... Does it feel like maybe there were some Tony left on the cutting room floor? It feels like they're introducing yes. Tony like he's going to be a big character and he, and he doesn't do anything. Yeah. And I feel like he was dressed the part like he, we saw some shenanigans and it didn't pay off. Yeah. So Charles Styles and his infinite wisdom decides that they're going to do the biggest mock wedding uh, with, you know, a fake engaged couple who are booking their wedding and then yeah. seeing what happens. So... Sure as shit, Kayla's up to no good. <laughs> Triple books the venue, the wedding's a disaster, and two additional photo shoots. And she's pocketing the money and then hiring a sweetheart caterer who, like, is giving her Kicking money. Back, yeah. So they're taking the food from the wedding and giving it to the uh, photographers for the photo for the yeah. photo shoots. And also, another part of this is um, Elliot, our wonderful PI, has uncovered another like scam that yeah. this event planner is doing where she's renting out these, um, the props, the props. It's not her job. It's not her job. She's not the props department. No props to Kayla. No, no props to Kayla. Um, there's That's a, not her job. There's a sword. That's not her job. She's the event organizer. Yeah. There's a sword <laughs> that Elliot brings back to the, um, what is it called? When, the control room. The control room. Yeah. And they're like, this is a heirloom, like whatever. It's valuable piece of whatever well, and Elliot says ladies I will return the sword he says he calls them ladies twice because yeah the yeah. owners um, Sarah and Christy now if there's never been a picture of an incel it's Elliot <laughs> am I right he does have that look I don't want to like Elliot's an incel I don't want to cast aspersions on the actor clearly not a real PI an no. actor just like yeah. everyone yeah. on the on the show um, but uh, yeah he does give off that that vibe. And yeah, he calls them ladies twice. Yeah. Like, this show cannot let you forget, like, traditional gender roles. Yeah. And, like, the fact that this 
place is owned by two women is like never not commented on in, right. in its own way. Right. Ladies. And also, um, they're also like hot uh, ladies too. So the show also is like very aware of like, I don't know. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Um, yeah, it's insane that they like, that this, this is, we're at season nine at this point. The show has stopped pretending that these are real stings. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, they wouldn't, this like this company wouldn't throw an entire wedding. Right. Right? Well, there's 50 guests, and all the guests are very, very funny. There's like the <laughs> yeah. old woman. There's like just, I mean, they're just. Many of them are on the older side for the, like, the hot young couple who yeah. are the two mystery diners, Robin Ingrid, pretending yeah. to be a, 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 a newly married couple. Um, all their friends seem to be in their, like, 60s and 70s. And they're like old, like, babushka ladies <laughs> yeah. that are just, like. <laughs> um, but also we get Charles. We always make fun of his like weird, like, I don't, how do you describe this accent? Like faux Southern, like Republican, yeah. like the way he says, um, what does he say? He says expensive. He said, that's, I have that in there. He, he says, says the sword is expensive. Uh, damaged. Damaged. <laughs> damaged goods. Um, so yeah, this this whole wedding is um, terrible. The, okay, what do you have to add about this episode? Well, I, I mentioned yeah, I was also going to mention expensive and and Elliot being a creep and saying ladies. Yeah, he's the kind of person who would call women females. Oh yeah, like when you're yeah. talking to a female. Yeah, like it's a wild yeah. species of animal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, some of the funniest highlights to me were what... Oh, yeah. Funniest moments. Here we go. Uh, so Sarah and Christy, who owned movie sets, they were so... Like, some of the things that they said, I don't know if it was just, like, lazy writing or they were bad at, like, saying them. But when when Charles shows them the um, control room, one of them says, this is really high tech. It's really high tech. Yeah. I But I love... <laughs> on Mystery Diners, when because it's all it's all fake. Yeah, we know it's all fake. Everyone knows it. It's so clear. Yeah. Um, when the owners of the establishment are game. Yeah. That's when it's at its best. Yes. And so Sarah and Christy, like, yeah, there's some corny stuff. Yeah. But I love that they're like, we are gonna play along. Yeah. It's really high tech. Yeah. Also, there's a at one point, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Charles says something about like, let's keep watching to see if there's any other. T- you know, things going on. And one of them says, I hope not. I certainly hope not. And the other one says, that's a good point. point. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed out loud because no one's making a point. I certainly hope not. That's that's a good good point. point. That's not a point. No one's making a point. One of them also says, um, I'm literally speechless. Yeah. Oh yeah. One of them, I think it's Sarah uses literally a couple of times. You're literally the worst employee I've ever known. Um, my other funny thing that the owners said, um, I think it's, so Christy points out like, oh, Charles really went like the whole nine yards with like making this wedding reception. You even got a traditional New Orleans second line band. And Sarah says, they're really popular in the French quarter for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And they're both shaking their heads like, "Mm -hmm. yep, yep. Um, 
Also, I mean, this whole episode is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, at the end of it, when, you know, the con is over and they fire everyone. Yeah. Um, they say to Charles, he's our knight in shining armor. He's our hero. He's the best. Yeah. Like, just hero worship of Charles Stiles. This reminded me of a show that is better than this, but still could be silly. Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. How often... Speaking of Breville. That's, well, Breville came specifically from Gordon Ramsay, 24 Hours to Hell and Back. That's right. The the follow-up to Kitchen Nightmares. But on Kitchen Nightmares, and maybe they do it on 24 Hours to Hell and Back, too, it was was really ostentatious how often they would leave in clips of female employees referring to Gordon Ramsay as handsome. Yeah. Like, when he'd show up, and, like, the the, the waitresses would be like, oh, he's very striking. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. he's tall. (laughs) This is very much that. You're right. Uh, Yeah, so him, them saying he's on Night in Shining Armor. Um, Um, When... When the two gals, Sarah and Christy, were like kind of bantering back and forth, like, I hope that's a good point. They reminded me of Delicious Dish. <laughs> yeah. Their easy banter. Yeah. Um, a couple of things, I guess this is sort of under the umbrella, just things I tend to notice a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you already mentioned the um, the owners of the establishment having to be like, pretend to be impressed by the control room. Yeah. It's always so funny that yeah. they're like, whoa. Yeah. Um, we got... This happens in almost every episode, but it is my favorite thing. The wedding's going on, and then the first photography team shows up. Mm-hmm. And we get the shot of Charles in the control room noticing something. <laughs> Just, like, yeah. looking at the screen and going, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like tilt- I'm trying to, like, squinting and tilting his head up a little bit. like And, like, hmm. a little pucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I-, I love Charles noticing something. It's always the funniest. Uh, and then the other thing that I find really, like, uh, kind of unsettling about Charles. There's many things yes. I find unsettling about Charles. But one, he, I think he's like a, I don't know if it's like a control thing or a power thing. Whenever he's like revealing to the target what's going on, like with Kayla, he's always like, remember Elliot? He works for me. Yeah. Remember Robin Ingrid? They, they work, work for, for me. me. He loves saying that people work for him. Yeah, yeah. He says it at least once every episode, twice in this case. Definitely. Yeah. He loves it. He gets off on saying that people work for him. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. All right. Um, do we have any other thing, anything else to say about uh, season nine, episode seven of Mystery Diners, no. Mystery Wedding? No. I, I would Aired like on to... March 18th, 2015, by the way. Okay. I would like to know if anyone listening to this is watching Mystery Diners or has watched Mystery Diners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can I... Uh, I, I definitely wanted that's our that's a call to action. If you definitely. have Discovery Plus, it's Discovery Plus, right? Yep. Yep. If you have Discovery Plus, it's worth your time. Um, so I wanted I I went to Yelp to see if movie sets was still in business. They do appear to be still in business. Ah. Um, their website is very strange. Um, it seems like it's something like like if they signed up. They, they, they engage some service that, like, auto-completes things. Because they have a blog, right? Okay. But the blog is just, like, 12 most popular camera lenses. Oh. 11 most popular camera types. This is clearly not written by them. No. There's, like, it's, like, aggregating a blog based on they, like, made a newsletter and, like, said, here's what our interest in is, and one of them was cameras, and they get a bunch of stuff about okay. cameras. How to take a 2 by 2 photo on iPhone. But let me show you how to take a filter off a picture. Okay. 
how to take a full body selfie. And then here's my favorite. How to take feet pics? Four easy steps guide. Oh, no. How to take feet pics? You're in the wrong corner of the... Get out of there. Steps Get by out steps. When it comes to taking pictures of your feet, are you searching for how to take feet pics? Get out Do of you there. love looking at cute feet pics on Instagram? <laughs> You're going to be on all these lists now for opening Because I'm up. For, for feet pics? Yeah. I'm going to be an expert on taking feet pics. Yeah. Um, um, also, in this looking show... Looking at cute feet pics on Instagram. I don't know what... We've talked about this before, but why is it always four months later? You get to check in on the business to see yeah, how well they're doing. Yeah, it's always the same amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Four months. Yeah. What's the significance of that? We... I think we gathered that they only had one graphic. <laughs> and they, <laughs> they just... didn't want to pay to make another, like, tie They just kept, like, yeah. repeating it. <laughs> um, yeah. And they're always, like, they're proud to report or glad to report props are no longer going missing at movie sets. Yeah. Yeah. So-and-so got fired. So-and-so yeah. got canned. Yeah. Tony was also terminated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Well, but we yeah, did it. I want to know Next, if yeah. people are watching Mystery Diners. Please let us do. know. Yeah. Um, should we tell listeners what which episode we're going to watch next week in case people want to watch the Mystery well, Diners? We episode? haven't done that yet. Maybe in the future we should do that. That's what I'm saying. We could. Yeah, endeavor. but I can't do it right now. Okay. It's a whole process. Okay. I got to randomize things. You don't have to. I could pick an episode right now. Uh, I'm not comfortable with that. Okay. <laughs> But maybe I could put it in the episode description so that people can say, like, oh, they talk about season nine, episode seven. Let me go watch that on Discovery Plus okay. right now. Okay. Okay. All right. Could be fun. Could be fun. Could be sure a no pip. one's going to do it. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the meantime, you can find us. You can, you can find the podcast wherever you found the podcast, but you can also find posts for every, every episode at battleshipretention.com. Uh, that's also where you can go. Uh, you can comment there. You can also email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at me at Davey Pretension. Um, I'm so sorry. I've forgotten. How do you want people to get a hold of you on the Internet? Uh, I don't. But if you want to find me, I'll be in the gourd section of Trader Joe's. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. Okay. Well, then, uh, I guess, take us out. What do I normally say? That's that's no, it, No, right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, okay. tell your friends, tell your mothers, give us five stars. Every time you open the app, you can give us five stars. So why don't you do that? And then until next time, see you at Easy Monica's Bakery. <laughs>